Welcome to Epileptic Rants. My name's Lucas. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. All I'm going to do is get on here and rant. Well, how is everyone doing today? I hope you consider yourself blessed. I know I do. I was able to wake up and put my knees on the ground and thank the Lord for life. Every day I can do that, I consider a blessed day. Well, I'm having a pretty busy day today. I've already been uptown. I've already went and got some things from the local Walmart. That's the main reason my podcast is coming out late. I had a daughter's appointment, which was scheduled at the time I'm usually recording, so I didn't get a chance to get down behind the microphone. I had to go to my neurologist also and get my vagus nerve stimulator swiped and get the data read on it. It says I haven't had too much seizure activity over the last three months, which is saying pretty good because the last documented seizure that I've got is from August 15th. That's the last time I blogged about a seizure. So that's about about three months. Well, it's two. If I want to be honest, I really don't remember what she said about it. She just said that my seizure activity over the last three months looked really well. And I've been feeling okay as far as seizure-wise. I haven't had any big ones. It doesn't seem like in a while. I still get an aura every now and then. And anyone who listens regularly knows when I get those, but it doesn't seem like I've had a big seizure in a while. I still partake of the caffeine. She told me not to to drink caffeine, but I told her that I do. But I told her how much that I drink and why I drink it, and she told me that that's really not going to really affect my life that much. I told her that I quit drinking Mountain Dew and that I don't drink sodas and I don't drink them as my main source of hydration anymore. And she said that was a good thing. I don't know. It was just a neurologist trip. But eventually, I'm going to have to have surgery again because the battery in my vagus nerve stimulator is going dead. This will be the third battery that's been put in it. The first one came with it. Then I had to have surgery. I don't know how many years ago to put another battery in it. And now this battery is going dead. But she said the good thing about it is the new batteries are lasting longer. So she said, whenever I get a new battery put in it, it'll be longer in between the next surgery. So that's definitely a plus. That's the one thing about these Vegas nerve stimulators is, no matter what, they always have to put a new battery in it. It's an electrical device located inside the body. There's definitely... I don't know if there's a better way they could have done that because something just connected to a nerve hanging outside of the body 
wouldn't be a safe idea. It doesn't seem like. It's just that the surgeries, they happen every, I don't know, two and a half, three years, something like that. And it's an outpatient surgery. So it's not that big. But no matter what, I've got one coming up. I don't know. I just don't have too much to rant about. I did buy me a new book today, though. That was definitely something that I needed. I needed a new book to read. But the thing is, I ended up paying full price for it. I think I paid $18 for a book. And that, to me, is just outrageous. But it's something I'll get to read more than once due to my memory. So that's not a bad idea. It's entertainment. And that's something that I need around here is entertainment, something to pass the time. Well, that's enough of a rant. Let's see if we can find some of that good news out there. I know there's got to be some out there. Let's see what we can find for today. Here's a good story. Performing acts of kindness and helping each other can be good for people's health and well-being. That's according to new research published by the American Psychological Association. But not all good-hearted behavior is equally beneficial to the giver. The strength of the link depends on many factors, including the type of kindness, the definition of well-being, and the giver's age, gender, and other demographic factors. Pro-social behavior, altruism, cooperation, trust, and compassion are all necessary ingredients of a harmonious and well-functioning society, said lead author Bryant P.H. Wee, Ph.D., a research assistant professor at the University of Hong Kong. It is part of the shared culture of humankind, and our analysis shows that it also contributes to mental and physical health. Previous studies have suggested that people who engage in more pro-social behavior are happier and have better mental and physical health than those who don't spend as much time helping others. However, not all studies have found evidence for that link, and the strength of the connection varies widely in re research literature. To better understand what drives that variation, we and his colleagues performed a meta-analysis of 201 independent studies comprising 198,213 total participants that looked at the connection between pro-social behavior and well-being. Overall, they found that there was a modest link between the two. Although the effect size was small, it is still meaningful, according to we given how many people perform acts of kindness every day. More than a quarter of Americans volunteer, for example, we said, a modest effect size can still have a significant impact at a societal level when many people are participating in the behavior. Digging deeper into the research published in Psychological Bulletin, we and his colleagues found that random acts of kindness, such as helping an older neighbor carry groceries, 
were more strongly associated with overall well-being than formal pro-social behavior, such as scheduled volunteering for a charity. That may be because informal helping is more casual and spontaneous and may more easily lead to forming social connections, according to we. Informal giving is also more varied and less likely to become stale or monotonous, he said. The researchers also found a stronger link between kindness and what is known as eudaimonic well-being, which focuses on self-actualization, realizing one's potential, and finding meaning in life, than between kindness and hedonic well-being, which refers to happiness and positive feelings. The effects varied by age, according to we, who began this research at the University of Cambridge. Younger givers reported higher levels of overall well-being, eudaimonic well-being, and psychological functioning, while older givers reported higher levels of physical health. Also, women showed stronger relationships between pro-sociality and several measures of well-being compared with men, perhaps because women are stereotypically expected to be more caring and giving, and thus derive a stronger sense of good feelings for acting in accordance with those social norms, according to the study. Finally, the researchers found that studies that were specifically designed to measure the connection between pro-sociality and well-being showed a stronger link between the two than studies that analyzed data from other large surveys not specifically designed to study the topic. Researchers might also examine whether more pro-sociality is always a good thing or whether there is an ideal level of pro-sociality beyond which too much kindness and giving become detrimental to the giver, according to we. This all sounds like fascinating research, and we're looking forward to sharing future stories about what just a perfect amount of kindness might be. Well, personally, I enjoy helping people. And it makes me feel good. I know somewhere inside me it releases endorphins. Because helping someone just naturally feels good whenever it comes from a true place of caring. If you really don't want to help somebody and yet you do it anyway, then all you're going to do is just dislike what you're doing. You're going to dislike that person. You're going to dislike yourself for putting yourself in the situation of doing something you didn't want to do in the first place. In order to get the good benefits of helping people, it's something you really have to want to do. It has to come from a place of genuine care. I like this study, and I believe it. This is just good news to me. Well, that story took a little longer to read than I thought it was going to. 
So let's just close out today with some celebrity birthdays. Let's see who had a birthday today. Actor Christopher Lloyd turns 82. Actor Jeff Goldblum turns 68. Actor Bob Odenkirk turns 58. Rapper Shaggy turns 52. Christian singer Toby Mac turns 56. Producer and director Spike Jones turns 51. And actor Michael Fishman turns 39. Here's wishing them all a happy birthday. Well, that's my rant for today. It's a little short, but it still fell in between that sweet spot of 13 to 15 minutes. If I hadn't had that doctor's appointment and that Walmart trip I had to make, it would have come out on time. Just know that as long as I'm feeling well, I'll post again tomorrow. I don't have any appointments, so tomorrow's rant will come out on time. That's just as long as I'm feeling well. I thank you for tuning in, and may you have a blessed day.